to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Everyone, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. You know, I love that I get to chat with so many people, uh, and and that I'm surrounded by people that are absolutely awesome. Uh, joining me today is Mr. Benny Mathers. He pushes all the right buttons, as most of you know. Good day, Mr. B. Hello, Pat. And Valerie is waiting in the other room for our amazing guest to call. Uh, Jim Moretz joining us here today. The last of my life. He is an author, but he is chief correspondent of Inside Edition. We know him. He's been part of our lives. You know, we have seen his face. We know what he does. We know that he's covered so many incredible things. Let me just tell you a little bit about him. And then when he joins us, we're going to talk about his journey. Because I don't know that it's a journey unlike many of us have been on. But what's extraordinary about it is how we come to this call to consciousness, as he talks about in his book. You know, he is the chief correspondent of, you know, the incredible and, you know, television show in inside edition uh he's based in la and you know he covers human interest stories as well as high profile celebrity news stories from tiger woods the scandal there to the death of michael jackson and perhaps even the latest uh with sandra bullock but he's a lawyer and a very gifted commentator uh you know jim is constantly in the de- demand to provide legal analysis for a variety of news outlets breaking news stories he includes celebrities and much more he is also a legal commentary and appears frequently on larry king live so here's a story and i'm just going to keep going so you get a success uh, get an idea of how we define success in this country and then you'll get to hear from him directly you know for example he has uh, reported extensively on scott peterson and the double murder trial oj simpson's legal troubles uh he's reported on anna nicole Smith paternity hearings. Um, he has conducted jailhouse interviews with many, many people that we see in our pop culture. He's ex- he's obtained exclusive footage and interviews with you know with Phil Spector, um, and many of us grew up with Phil Spector, so we kind of know that. When we look at this 20-year resume that he has in covering entertainment news, and boy, he has covered just about all of it. We think about Jim and we think about his life, a veteran um, journalist. He was with CNN for a decade and Showbiz Today, as well as CNN's main newscast, the, you know, the World Today anchor of CNN's Newsnight. We think about phenomenal success. In our culture, we step back and we say, wow, this guy, Jim M., has created, Jim Moran, has created phenomenal success. Look at his resume. And I'm not saying that he hasn't created success. But what was it that stopped him dead in his tracks, so to speak, so that he could take a look at um, his life and his career And all that he has done and say, I've got a story to tell. And his story to tell 
comes in the form of, you know, his first book. And the first book is called The Last of My Life. Now, let me just tell you a little bit about this, but he describes his personal call to consciousness in this book. And if there were ever a time for a book such as this one, this is the time. So he he talks about every day, you know, he says, every day I look in the mirror and say out loud those things for which I am grateful. The opportunities I have been given are three beautiful children and my loving wife. The fact that all of our parents are still alive and healthy. It is far too easy to take things for granted. And I have to tell you that it is very simple words that have incredibly profound meaning. When I think about what the journey has been like for Jim, and I think about how we define success, you know, we're called to wonder about the message and more importantly, the messenger. You know, what is it about this chief correspondent inside edition that has touched the lives of so many people in his book, The Last of My Life? It is his first book. I don't believe it will be his last. But when we talk about and when we look at some of the things he describes, when we take a look inside of what has touched him so dearly, we cannot help But think about how powerful his message is now. Whether you're reading in the book about the challenge or whether you're looking at the chapter on gratitude or commitment or forgiveness or understanding or compassion or one of my favorites, tenacity, um, there is a very special message. I have never in all of the books that I have seen that come across my desk, I have never seen a table of contents quite like this. So this incredibly successful man, you know, this individual that all of us have gotten to see on major television, we've watched him cover just about everything that we want to peek into, has created a book with just a table of contents alone that will call you to open it up and ask him the question, Wow, Jim, how has this journey changed your life? So we're going to be talking with Jim today because a message that is this powerful is powerful exponentially. And what I mean by that is, you know, when we step into the world of somebody that's as visible as he is and we ask the kind of questions that all of us ponder in our lives, you know, why should we be grateful Do we need to have a turnaround that will cause us pain before we become enlightened? All of this, including the conversation he has with us in the books on miracles and redemption, gives us a platform for us to say yes to the rest of our lives. But say yes to the rest of our lives in a way that we haven't done before. And so we are so thrilled and honored to have him join us on the show today. We've got so much to talk with him about, so much about his journey that becomes an inspiration for all of us. And more importantly, can we all have that moment of change that he had on a windy mountain road that will become the legacy that we want to leave in this lifetime. So I want to introduce all of you to an incredible author, an incredible individual. And by the way, we will be giving away three copies of his book today. And so, yeah, we are thrilled to have him here. 
Uh, thrilled to talk about his journey. Thrilled to talk about the book. And more importantly, thrilled to have him join the show. So let's introduce him. Uh, Jim, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Thank you so much. I think there's just too much pressure to live up to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean... I think I think my mom must have helped you on that intro because uh, <laughs> it sounds like some, sounds like something she would say. But uh, I, I'm I'm honored and I I really appreciate it. And you know, it, it's an interesting question you ask. Yep. Do you need to reach a low? Do you need to find pain? And and you know, I've been thinking about that a lot because um, in in covering entertainment stories, we cover a number of celebrities, obviously, who hit bottom in terms of, say, substance abuse. And you see people go through program after program, and you say, wow, how much do they have to lose? And, and often it seems like somebody has to hit rock bottom before they turn around. And in much that same way, I hit that emotionally, you know, um, on, that, on that drive where yeah. I thought, maybe this is it, maybe I should end it all here. I was at that low point for me, and, you know, I stopped my car, and, and it was very much like It's a Wonderful Life, the film with Jimmy Stewart, when he's on that bridge. And he thought in the movie, what would it have been like if I'd never been born? And for some reason, I thought, what if this were the last day? What, if, what, would, I, what would I really value? And that was the genesis this, of this journey that became this book for me, because I went home and I started writing. And I wrote this first chapter, which sets up the premise of the book, and I showed it to my wife, and she knew that I was obviously challenged emotionally and, you know, very upset, but she had no idea that I was thinking about ending it. No. Wow. And, and she cried, and she said, look, I don't care if we lose our house. I don't care about any of this stuff. I care about you. Our kids care about you. Um, and so she, she really was wonderful. She said, keep writing. And I said, many of the stories are going to involve us. And she said, I don't care. This is your story. You certainly have my blessing to tell whatever you want to tell. You know, just be, just make me look pretty. <laughs> she didn't say that. But, but you know. Uh... <laughs> but I'm really glad that you said it on air. That's yeah, well, good. You know, That's a way know. to cover it, Jim. <laughs> she, she, she is pretty. I didn't have to do anything. I, 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 I credit her with saving me. She and our mm. kids. And, mm. and I adore her. And um, believe me, without her, I, I don't know that I'd be here right now. Mm. You know, we're going to be talking about, you know, what it means to take the journey and have people, people like your wife and your family join you on the journey. But, you know, before you came on, and I'm not sure you heard me mention it, we'll get to it in the next segment. But one of the things I said is sometimes on the surface, some of us look like we really have, you know, we, we have everything together. We're too, too smooth to fool. Yep. And yet inside, there may be pieces that are just coming apart. But the question then becomes, how does someone, someone like you, Jim, how do you get that moment, that epiphany, that calling? And whatever that is and however it came to you, how do you get it? But more importantly, what do you do with it when you get it? That's what today's show is about. We're going to take a short break when we come back. We'll be talking about the last day of my life. But more importantly, what this incredibly amazing individual is here to tell all of us. What can we learn and how can we pay it forward and help another? We'll be right back with the show.
when was the last time you were flabbergasted? Well, I was the first time I cleaned with this cloth named E-Cloth. E-Cloth claims perfect cleaning with just water on all hard surfaces and no chemicals. I started with my windows, then stovetop, and then the refrigerator. I was totally flabbergasted on how well E-Cloth cleaned everything. And I did it without exposing my family to potential health-harmful chemical cleaners. Also with E-Cloth, there's no paper towels, chemicals to buy, so you'll save money. And they're guaranteed to thoroughly clean for years. As a Dr. Pat Show listener, you'll get 20% off everything you order and free shipping. Go to ecloth.com and when checking out, enter Dr. Pat. That's ecloth.com, 20% off everything, free shipping. You'll never go back to cleaning any other way. Bella Spark Productions is proud to announce the third annual Extraordinary People Lecture Series in Seattle. Join us for three extraordinary men and one amazing lady. Presenting Shirley MacLaine in a rare public appearance. Plus, Dr. Joe Dispenza, Reverend Carlton Pearson, and Robert Holden. Go to bellaspark.com for dates and information. Don't miss this opportunity to be inspired. Visit bellaspark.com. of not losing the weight? You need a healthy solution for weight loss that protects your muscle mass as the fat burns away naturally. Holistic Medical Center has the healthy option for your weight loss concerns. Lose one to three pounds per day in 21 days, naturally, under our physician supervision. Call Holistic Medical Center, 425-451-0404. Or on the web, drdarvish.com, D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. Are you concerned about a specific health issue? Do you want to know what causes it? Are you ready to tap into the inner wisdom of your body and listen to what it is telling you? It's a scientific fact that your health condition, present circumstance, and excess weight are not the result of your diet, exercise regime, or genetic makeup. Your thoughts, feelings, and emotions all directly and specifically influence all your body functions, including heart rate, digestion, and organs. Anger is stored in the liver, resentment is stored in the gallbladder, and lack of support shows up in your back. Our bodies give us clues to how we have been thinking, feeling, and acting. Dr. Cal specializes in interpreting these clues, ignites your inner healer, and guides you step-by-step to continuous, positive, and lasting health changes. When you change your mind, you change your life. Get in your driver's seat today. Visit AskDrKel.com. That's A-S-K-D-R-K-E-L.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. What we like to do is kick it up on Uplifting Talk Radio. But more importantly, what we're doing here on the show is we're making sure that you hear something in the show uh, that many of you want to hear and that you hear something that will help you take that next step, whatever that is. You know, whether you're and you're going to hear some stuff today with our very special guest, Jim Murray. And the reason that we're talking about uh, Jim is 
is because he has got what I call a transformative uh, uh, book. He authored a book. And when I went and I sat down, I read it. Um, it was really kind of a challenge for me because his table of contents is so unique and profound that what I was able to do is go to different places that I needed to read about on a given day. And you all are going to actually receive uh, a copy of his book. Three of you at least will. But he's joining us here today. And many of us know him and know him very well. And what I mean by that is we know him because he comes into our lives on a regular basis. But he has had a turnaround, as one would call it. And he's joining us here today to talk about his book, but also his journey. Jim, thank you for joining us on the show. I want to thank you so much. Absolutely my pleasure. And, you know, let's talk about this because you had an opportunity to change. And what I mean by that is, you know, there was that night where you had to face your personal demons and face them in a moment's notice. And I wanted to ask you, from that point and from sitting down and writing that first chapter, what was it you believed that your vision and your message was for people? What did you want us to know? I, I guess what I, and, and by the way, I wrote this as a memoir, not as a self-help or how-to, because I, right. I didn't really feel that I could tell others how to live. But I did want to tell you what my choices were, and, and, and really I have was whether to live, and secondly, was I could choose how I would live. So, uh, I, and, and that's really for all of us. I mean, we all will have challenges. Well, you know, part of this is, you know, understanding what those challenges are, but more importantly, understanding that we have a choice, and the choices that we make are choices about our lives. Let me just give everybody an example, Will and Jim will be back with us in a second. You know, when I looked at some of the things he wrote and talked about, one of the first things I thought about was, you know, why would somebody that has his kind of journey talk about understanding, acceptance, and and, uh, and uh, at the same time, apology. And so when I look at that, the question then becomes, and although he says that this is not, he didn't write this as a self-help book. He wrote this as a memoir. There's so much we can learn from each other's stories. And the reason I'm, I'm sharing that with you all is that we go back in time to how stories became, became sort of the way that we communicated with people. So what Jim is saying is that he wrote this as a memoir. He wrote this to say, this is my story. And that's why I love the book, because it isn't about this is what I'm going to prescribe for you to do. This goes back to old school when people sat around the fire and would tell stories of their lives, ancient traditions. So what we're learning from him and is that you can have a life that at one point in time says, wow, I am just not doing well. You got a big old L on your forehead. And then in a snap decision, turn that around to create what he's created. Jim. Thank you so much for, for saying that because you're right. I know you didn't write it as a self-help book, but I, I can't help but think that you wrote this book kind of in the way that you tell stories or you, you show stories of the people you interview in your life, you know, in the entertainment news industry. Right. 
I mean, how was it for the tables to be turned now and for you to be kind of on the other side of the camera and the microphone? Well, and that's hard, you know, to, to I interview people for a living, as do you. And it's very difficult to interview yourself and be honest. Because, yeah. first of all, you know when you're not. You know, I mean, you can, you can lie to yourself for so, only so long. But if you really sit down and, and look at things honestly and, and brutally honest, and, and uh, you, but, but with kind of, you, you have to be compassionate and empathetic. If not with others, certainly, I mean, you hope to be with others, but you have to also be with yourself because I think we're very difficult on ourselves. I know I am, and, and I'm my toughest critic. And, you, you know, if you're in the public eye and you feel, people looking at my life would say, wow, you have everything. You're, you're successful, blah, 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 you're on TV. And, and yet, I felt like everything was falling apart around me. And, and it was really not in, an emotional meltdown. It was a financial meltdown, but it still caused a depression that was as real as any chemical depression or clinical depression because it doesn't matter why you're upset or depressed. I mean, it, you know, there could be any number of reasons. But for me, I got to a point literally where I thought I'm worth more dead than alive, certainly financially. And, and I can't do this to my family anymore. And maybe I should just go off the edge of this cliff. They'll get $3 million in life insurance. They'll be fine. And, and, but I realized that they wouldn't be fine. And that was the epiphany for me was, wait a minute, what, what, what is really valuable here? And that's when I started reflecting on what was important in my life, I wrote what you described as the table of contents. And what were, were the things? They were friendship and love and compassion and forgiveness and apology and, and tenacity, adventure, music, laughter. None of that has anything to do with money. Uh, and, and you clearly, look, you need to support your family. I'm not going to suggest that you can live on love. You know, I'm not talking about having a love-in of the 60s. But I am talking about really looking at our values and what we value and what we're grateful for. And because we overlook that far too often, I think. I know I did. And, and, I, and I try not to. And every day when I wake up, I go through a little mantra where I say, what am I grateful for? I say it out loud. And then I go through this list of power words, like my 10 C's. They're calm, cool, connected, control, compassionate. You know, they, the, the words themselves may change. I always end on centered because I try to take a breath, open my eyes, go forward with the day with a positive attitude. And mm -hmm. I always feel that that's reflected back. And those little things that sound trite and trivial really make a profound difference in that day and then every day that follows. You know, I wanted to ask you, Jim, you get to speak with so many, uh, so many different people. And I, b before you came on, I was really kind of going through the run of what, you know, what your day is pretty much about. And I, and I can't help but asking the question of how the lives of those people may or may not have influenced you in shaping your own destiny, so to speak. I think that, um, I think more than I realized. Mm -hmm. I think that, um, I think I try to be compassionate and respectful when I interview people. And um, I think I'm more empathetic today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you look at people going through horrible situations. Yes. And they do so with dignity yes. and with grace. Yes. And you think, wow, that, what a great model that is. Because so many people face challenges constantly. And uh, the biggest challenge is not... Look, all of us make mistakes. Yes. It's how do you respond afterwards that is the measure of the person. 
It is. And, you know, for you, now you're opening, you're, you're, honestly, Jim, you're now like an open book to people. And I want to ask you, how have your colleagues received the book and received, you know, sort of you now doing the, the interview of yourself, so to speak, and sharing the story? You know, what has been sort of the, the reception or feedback? Amazingly embracing and loving. Wow, great. Surprisingly so, yeah. Great. Great. You know, I want to talk a minute about a couple of the things that you've written in the book. And then when we come back, um, we will be able to give out uh, copies of the book. But one of the things that I wanted to ask you about, and you talk about it in the book, is you talk about tenacity. And I want to take a moment to, to have you discuss how you talk about that in the book. Well, I mean, I think in that particular chapter, one of my models was my mom. Yeah. Uh, she had me when she was 16. She was married. Yep. She was divorced at 18, mm-hmm. worked two jobs, and she was always a mom first, always, you know, just loving, made me feel like I was the most important person in her life, and she never gave up. And mm-hmm. she never gave up even uh, five years ago. She needed a, an organ transplant. And... Um, Gosh, you know, I just get emotional thinking about it, to be honest with you. I know. I got emotional as well. Mm. I mean, we grew up together in so many ways, and mm. the thought of losing her was so so powerful and horrible. Mm. And But she's still here because mm-hmm. she doesn't give up. Mm-hmm. And she does so with style. You know, she's, she's tough, but she's feminine. Um, you know what? You mentioned my job. Mm-hmm. I've got a breaking news story. Do you mind if I break away for just a couple minutes? Go ahead back? and do it because uh, we're going to go break to a break here in a minute. Please go ahead and do that, Jim. I love this. I love this. Getting this talk radio, having Jim on here, having him break away. He's going to do a news story. And who knows, Benny, we might see it on television tonight. What do you think? I would think. Totally down. Totally down with it. I think it'd be great. I don't think he can tell us what the news story is because that would be like a scoop in the story before (laughs) the story scoop. Uh, But it'll be interesting to find out a little bit later. We're going to be giving away several copies of the book, The Last Day of My Life. Uh, When we come back, uh, I'll be talking more about Jim Murray's book. But more importantly, we want to make sure you have an opportunity to get a copy of it. You're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And for more information about us, Check us out on our website, www.thedrpatshow.com. And if you want to find out more about the book, we can give you information about that. You can go to the website, and I'll make sure everybody has it, www.lastdayofmylifebook.com. Lastdayofmylifebook.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Jim, the Dr. Pat Show, giving away copies, Benny, Valerie, and much more. Hi, this is Anna Luque, author of The Yogurt Diet. Based on scientific research, this lifestyle has been carefully formulated to promote weight loss and boost the immune system. The Yogurt Diet will help you achieve overall balance and radiant health, even if you suffer from lactose and gluten intolerance, yeast infections, digestive problems, and more. Consuming yogurt daily is an excellent way to optimum health and ideal weight. And the yogurt I recommend is Greek God's Greek Yogurt. So 
thick and creamy. Greek Gods Yogurt is simply yogurtlicious. Greek Gods Yogurt is full of probiotic bacteria, good for overall health. And it's made with all natural ingredients in the same tradition yogurt has been made in Greece for centuries. Try the Greek Gods popular honey yogurt or the tangy yet subtly sweet pomegranate. Don't forget to try the new Greek Gods kefir cheese spread. Great for dips or as a healthy substitute for sour cream. Be happy. Go Greek. Experience the myth. The Institute of Integral Qigong and Tai Chi is now enrolling at spring trainings. Visit the event calendar at iiqtc.org. The iiqtc is one of the most respected training and research centers for Qigong and Tai Chi outside China. The iiqtc's trainings are like personal retreats and are often life-transforming. Visit beautiful Santa Barbara, California this March 15th through the 20th or Austin, Texas for Level 1 teacher training April 29th through May 6th. Enroll now at iiqtc.org. Have you ever wanted more for yourself or your family? Are you prepared to take your life to the next level? Have you ever had that feeling or heard that little voice telling you that you can be so much more? Let Empowerment Psychic Linda Dickinson help you to embrace your own power. Visit Linda at InMyFuture.com or call 800-206-9096 for your private session and start living your life to the max. Be sure to listen to Linda Dickinson on the Dr. Pat Show and call in to connect with your guides. Is today a good day to apply for a job or to ask for that promotion? Well, the Good Timing Guide uses astrology to identify the best times for many daily work activities. It provides easy-to-read color codes for daily access. Show host Madeline Gerwick is offering a special pre-order price on her 2011 Good Timing Guide and or her newsletters. Now through April 5th, save up to 20% by pre-ordering next year's guide. Have the wind at your back with our best deal all year. To save today, go to askmadeline.com. That's A-S-K-M-A-D-E-L-I-N-E.com. Or call us toll-free at 877-524-8300. That number again is 877-524-8300. Remember, pre-order savings for your 2011 Good Timing Guide and or newsletters are only good through April 5th. So act now. Visit askmadeline.com or 877-524-8300. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I'm so glad to have everybody here. What we want to be able to do is make sure that you guys um, um, uh, have... Uh, some additional information about Jim. He'll be back with us in a minute. You heard him. He had to step away because he's got to like shoot like an exclusive news thing, Benny. I don't know if we'll get to hear what that is. Probably I not. I thought priorities Probably would have been not. for us, not the news story. But, you know, it happens. Uh, you know, putting you know, us on second command. Exactly. Yeah. So he'll be shooting the story and say, hey, had to leave that All interview. Right. <laughs> We're that important, I guess. You know, to talk about Sandra Bullock. <laughs> I guess something. that story might be Sandra a little bit Bullock, bigger. Sandra Bullock, right? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. Is that what you're thinking? That's what I. That's, that's the first thing I thought about. 
Um, but you know, let's talk about she that. She married for a, a monster. Well, that's what's in the headlines. But you know, he, Jim <laughs> talked about that, and we're you know, and what we'd like to do is for those of you out there, we've got two copies of his book we'd like to give away right now. The Last of My Life with author and chief correspondent, Inside Edition, Jim Murray, and we'd love to give them away a to you guys now. One eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine. One eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine. But you know, Benny, when he was talking about you know whether or not um, people have to go through sort of those low points in life because so much of what he covers is about that first person that come up came up for me was sandra bullock and the reason that i guess that came up is because she kind of led us into her life especially in her role uh the blind side which you know it's a movie that so many people went out to see it was considered a sleeper and they actually didn't even promote that movie until people started to go see it and then all of a sudden they thought oh we think people like it let's just promote it um but the point is that you don't expect bad things to happen to really good people but they do every day i mean and you know honestly i mean that's a phrase that someone used i honestly don't really understand the whole good person bad person thing but the point is that things happen to people sometimes and he shared in and he does share in his book how these things have happened to him and how he did get the support of his family i mean what a loving story for him to share about his wife and so he is paying forward two copies of the book and we want to make sure that you all know that you are able to receive it just give us a call on our cell um, on our, our toll-free number 1-800-930-2819 that's 1-800-930-2819 and we'd love to give you a copy of the book but he talks about this as you know he says i think that my personal epiphany while having a profound impact on my life has also made me more compassionate and empathetic in my professional life as a journalist legal analyst and interviewer i've always tried to be respectful of people i interview but i feel greater connection and responsibility now more than ever before and i love that he shared that because i think about my own life and I think about what I was like before I had a couple of, uh, you know, situations show up very similar to what he talks about. And I think about how those journeys, how those moments of being down can literally open up the door for you to take a quantum leap to the greater good of your life. You know, it's it's really kind of interesting. It's not that, you know, for me personally, I haven't made incremental movements towards uh, realizing a dream. But I think about what he talks about in the book, and I'm going to share a little bit of this with you. I think about what he talks about in the book. And I think about the fact that many people right now are going through challenges that are probably facing challenge, the challenge, financial challenges and other challenges in quite the same way that Jim faced it. And yet at the same time, I wonder if what we could learn by reading his story is how to not lose faith. You know, the reason I picked the chapter on tenacity is because I I look at the parallels between his mom and my stepmom. And, you know, he shared his mom uh, had him at 16. My stepmom had my two stepsisters at age 12 and 13. And I think about what it's like 
to be able to emerge from such a young experience of childbirth, raising children, getting out there, having a successful career. And I love that he talked about his mom because there's so much that both he and I learned from being raised by women that do not even understand what it means to quit. It is never, ever in my mom's vocabulary, and clearly it wasn't in his. But he goes on in the book to talk about passion and what that means and surprise and wonder. Let me give you a sense of the table of contents that I referred to earlier. So clearly the book starts out with the first chapter that he calls The Challenge. And then he talks about what went wrong. But after that, you now get to hear pieces of his life broken into some incredible values and some incredible um, descriptions. Let me give you an example. He goes on to talk about friendship and gratitude and love and sacrifice, commitment, forgiveness, apology, understanding, compassion, music, laughter, adventure, passion, possession, surprise, wonder, purpose. Uh, legacy, uh, miracles, redemption. And then he puts together what he calls a 24-hour checklist. Uh, And so what is it that we can know about our lives? What can we learn from his, what he calls his memoir that will help us wake up tomorrow or snap out of it, as my friend D.D. Mercer Moffat would say, later on today to create a change and shift in your life? You know, what is it that we can learn from all of this that will take us to a place that we haven't gone before in our own personal journeys? And so one of the things that I that I love about doing the show is every day I hear something that I haven't heard before. He is really clear that when you read that first chapter, he he presents the question and I'm just going to read it for you so you get a sense of it. Um, he says, as a journalist, I've always, I always try to tell their stories and this is the stories of people, um, you know, that, that he interviews and, and he says, above all, I try to tell them with respect. And then he says, then suddenly after more than two decades of asking questions of others, I was confronted with the toughest assignment of all asking questions of myself Now, the camera was turned on me, and I had to answer the single most important question of all. Do I want to live? And so Jim then goes on to talk about, um, you know, how he had to decide the answer to that question. And he said this, and this was so telling for me. He said, before I could decide whether I wanted to move forward, I first had to look back and understand the stories of my life. Just, just as I had examined the stories of so many others' lives over the past two and a half decades in front of the camera. I issued myself an unusual challenge to imagine that I had been told in no uncertain terms that I had only 24 hours left to live. Wow, I hope I can even read this. What would I do if I knew that this was the last day of my life? 
There were no other conditions attached. I felt fine, perfectly healthy, but with one major caveat, namely a definite expiration date. Whom would I want to see? Where would I choose to spend my final hours? Would I make apologies or offer forgiveness? Would I use it as a time to seek out one last great adventure? These were some of the questions that I began to ask myself over and over. And I'm, I'm sharing this with you because this is the way you get introduced to the book. You know, this is the way that you get to meet Jim, Jim Murray, and, and to get to, to understand how his heart and soul went into this book. And while he says this isn't a self-help book and was not meant for that, there are nuggets of wisdom in every chapter I've read in this book. So here's what he then says. He says it became an obsession. Think about this. Think about becoming obsessed with how you spend your last 24 hours on this planet. He said, I recognize immediately the built-in limitations of this bizarre hypothetical question. I was essentially challenging myself to search out those people and things that were most important to me and which make me happy in the present. In this scenario, by definition, um, delayed gratification is denied gratification. I got to read that again. I was just like, what? In this scenario, by definition, delayed gratification is denied gratification. And so he goes on to talk about, you know, the premise. What would I do on the last day of my life? Hence, the book is called The Last Day of My Life. And he leads us on a journey. He takes us through um, different, some of the different things I mentioned to you earlier. So it led him on a journey of self-examination and exploration. This is clearly an opportunity for all of us, all of you listening to the show, to invite this, explora- this exploration into your life. It is one of the easiest ways for many of us to move from what we think we don't have for how, we, how dreary and weary our lives might be to another option. He goes on and says it was a painful and arduous experience. Without realizing it, I begin an odyssey towards self-empowerment, challenging myself to choose how I want to live the rest of my life. Whether it was for 24 more hours or 24 more years. And so this is the question. What would you all do? What would you do if this were the last day that you could do it? Who would you spend that with? How might you reach out and explore a random act of kindness? Who would you call? Who haven't you talked to in years But knowing that this is the time for you to do that. What radio show or television show would you call into that you have been afraid to call into before? How might you pay something forward? What would you give? What would you take? This is what this incredible journalist invites us to to ask ourselves. But more importantly, when you get the book, you're going to find out that he openly and wisely shares this experience. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Do your emotions stop you from experiencing lasting prosperity and joy? Learn to rise above your emotional ceiling with expert guidance from certified life coach Sharon Roy. Sharon's techniques have helped clients worldwide to succeed happily, and now she wants to share this gift with you. 
For a limited time, Sharon is offering a free 45-minute emotional breakthrough session that could change your life. Call 401-588-1799. That's 401-588-1799. Or visit SucceedHappily.com to claim your free session. That's SucceedHappily.com. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. At this time in contemporary history, many of us feel victimized by circumstances and events beyond our control. The empowerment dynamic, which author David Emerald refers to as TED, provides unique and hopeful ways of responding to our challenging times. The power of TED facilitates the shift in mindset from a victim orientation and its dreaded drama triangle, roles of victim, persecutor, rescuer, to a creator orientation. The power of TED offers an escape from the drama through the roles of creator, challenger, and coach. Making this shift happen elicits hope for a more resourceful way of responding to life's experiences and supporting you in creating the life you choose. Learn to shift from a rescuer to a coach, from a persecutor to a challenger, and from a victim to a creator. Join David Emerald and the power of TED and create the life you want. Here's to the creator in you. Remember, for our dogs and cats to live long and happy lives, just like people, they are what they eat. Wellness carefully selects wholesome ingredients to create food you can trust to provide the foundation of your pet's well-being. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose in every recipe they make. You can trust the quality of all ingredients in wellness from their source to your pet's bowl. Visit wellnesspetfood.com to find a pet specialty retailer near you. Wellness natural food for pets. This is where true wellness begins. There's never been a better time for you to create the life you want. Tap into unlimited possibilities and be the masterpiece you're meant to be. I'm Dr. Melody Ivory, personal growth expert and co-host of the Breakthrough Interview Series. Step into your full greatness on the Dr. Pat Show. I'll show you how to dig up the road, pave the road, walk the road, and be the road to your full greatness. Listen to Step Into Your Full Greatness and go to MelodyIvory.com for free articles, poetry, and affirmations. That's MelodyIvory.com welcome back everyone welcome back with the dr pat show jim has joined us again and before we get to that i want to make sure we've got you know what we're giving away another copy of the book the last day of my life 1-800-930-2819 all you got to do is call in we'll pick up the phone and get your information as we always do, because it's part of what we do, paying it forward. 1-800-930-2819. Jim, thank you. Thank you for coming back. Uh, oh, sure. And let me apologize, not only to you, but to your audience. Uh, Inside Edition, my day job, uh, we go to satellite uh, at noon Pacific time. And today, there's just breaking news all over the place. To give you an idea, my day started at 530 in the morning. I was at L.A. Airport waiting to get on a plane to go to Arizona mm. because I was going to do a story on Jesse James entering rehab. Then at 6 o'clock, just before boarding, I got called from my office. Nope, we need, a, we need you to come back for a different story. And I was just called away for a very brief interview 
regarding Tiger Woods that we're going to be coming out with probably tomorrow. Uh, I can't tell you a lot about it, but nope. yet another revelation about Tiger Woods, not with regard to infidelity, but with regard to other behavior. Well, and we're going to look for it on television, okay. hopefully tomorrow. Yes. Um, but, Jim, before we you know, continue, would you take a moment and give our listeners a website that they might be able to go to? I'd be happy to. Yeah. I mean, you can go to jimmoret.com, J-I-M-M-O-R-E-T, uh, and you can email me. You can find out about more about the book, about uh, my what I do on TV with CNN, with Inside Edition and so forth. Uh, I'm a legal analyst. I'm the chief correspondent for our show, Inside Edition. And... Um, you know, it will also take you through the book, show you where to get it if you're interested. Uh, you know, the, the book is, in 25 years as a broadcaster, mm -hmm. this is hands down the most important thing I've done professionally. Mm. I, I really love, I, you know, I talk a lot about Lindsay and Paris and Brittany and OJ and Michael Jackson and, right. and Sandra Bullock. And, and, you know, and those stories are of importance in a pop culture sort of way. But the topics that I shared in this book were not only personal, they were truly meaningful and important to me. And I think I, I could talk about this every day, all day, because I feel so passionate about the fact that, that no one should take for granted anything. Uh, you know, I get calls and letters from people, thank you for putting the voice to this. I thought I was alone. And, and I knew what they meant because I felt like I was alone. And it's a horrible feeling. And, and when you're dealing with, with with shame or, or humiliation and you feel like there's no way out and you feel like your life is meaningless you know we, we're very blessed in this country in mm -hmm. particular yes um and we often overlook the simplest things that we we take for granted and we shouldn't well this is really kind of you know the crux of the matter isn't it uh, and you know there are things that you and i talked about during the break i mean if we had if we knew 24 hours this was going to be it for us how would we spend our day? How would we, who would we call? And I, and I really asked that question earlier. And I'm going to have to think about it that, you know, honestly, what I want to say to you, Jim, is clearly for me and anybody that's read this book has, is in the process of doing an evalu a reevaluation of their lives. They really, we really are. I mean, not because, you know, what we have now isn't okay, but you take us to a place which which lends itself for us to look at where we are, look where we really want to be, and not waste any time in getting there, whether that's call a friend or, you know, get flowers for a loved one. Do you know what I'm saying? I do, I, uh, completely. And, and, and this really isn't a bucket list. It's not... No, what, no, what, no. What, what would you like to do? You know, would you like to fly a plane, that type of thing? This is, if you really only had those moments left, who would you want to spend them with? Because ultimately, your life, is not going to be measured by the number on that bank statement. It's going to be measured by the relationships you have. It's going to be measured by the kind of person you are. Um, when I left CNN and my wife and I were separated briefly, and they wanted, they wanted me to move to Atlanta from Los Angeles where my shows were canceled, and I said to the then chairman, I said, my wife and I are separated, and he sat me down, closed the door, and said, look, Nobody at the end of your life will measure you based upon whether you have another show on CNN. Nobody will care. They're going to look at you and say, what kind of person were you? What kind of father were you? What kind of husband were you? If you can fix this, if you can fix this marriage, you go home and you fix it. And it'll end your career here at CNN. You have a no-cut contract. We have to pay you out. We're going to do that. But I will not allow you to move. And what a gift he gave me. My career was damaged. It was damaged 
almost irreparably. It took me several years to get back, uh, regain my footing, which is what led to this ultimate financial calamity. However, what a gift. I've, I've celebrated my 27th anniversary with mm. my wife, who I adore. Congratulations. Thank you. And, and, you know, so when I think about what would I do if it were my last day, there are certain things. My wife and I, my wife likes to needlepoint. And I can't tell you how much I love just sometimes we'll be in, in, in the den and she'll be needlepointing. I'll be watching TV or playing my guitar and just being near her and sharing that time with her, even if we're not talking. I love being next to her and being with my son, my 12-year-old, and just goofing around and talking about things. And I have one daughter who we, we like to take walks and pretend like we're working out, even though we're really talking about food. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then the other one, I'm, I'm teaching her how to play the guitar, and it frustrates her because I know how to play all the Led Zeppelin songs that, that she still can't play, and I will always be better on guitar. And it kind of makes me feel cool. <laughs> but, but, you know, it's those moments that I cherish because... My, my wife and I have pictures of our kids all around the house, and sometimes we'll look at pictures when they were little, and I can almost cry because I wish I had that moment again. When I used to tuck our, our middle daughter, she, she's the happiest kid I've ever met, I'd tuck her in, she'd be three or four or five years old, and she'd always say the same thing at night. She'd say, do you wish you were me? Because she was such a happy kid. And, and you know, I think back on those times when everything was innocent and Often I would answer her, you know what, I do wish I were you, just for a moment, to see what it's like to be so happy, to be so truly content. And it's, it's the moments in life that, that we really treasure. And, you know, I guess the goal is to keep creating more of those moments. And if you treat every day like it's your last, you will have much, a much greater chance of creating those moments in each of those days. And, you know, what's interesting is what you, you've just talked about. It's extremely important, especially in the day and age that we live in, where time seems like a luxury that most people say they can't afford. You know what I'm saying, Jim? Sure. Yeah. Well, look at me. I can't even be a good guest on your show without <laughs> running around like a lunatic. And again, I'm apologizing. But, but you no, know, time is, you know, think about the pressures. Yeah. And, and you, I look back and think, what a wonderful time. I was in college. There were no cell phones. There were no computers. Exactly. There were no pagers. And you know what? I even it was it was a great it was great. I loved it. It is. And, you know, we, really, one of the things that I really do every once in a while, which is very hard to do, is I pick a day where I'm not going to answer my cell phone. And it can be a Saturday or a Sunday. It doesn't matter. But I pick a day, and I just started that. Actually, I started that after reading your book. <laughs> wow. I, I'm going to have to try that. Wow. It wonderful. Well, I didn't want to make it ridiculously hard on myself. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, oh, let me pick today when Jim's on the show. No. It's a day. Start out with something and work towards something greater. Wow. Thank you for <laughs> thanking you. And actually, last, last Sunday, did not answer my cell phone. Good for you. I know. It was great. Uh, Jim, thank you so much. I would love to have you back. Um, I want to make sure everybody knows, again, that this is an incredible book. Please give out your website again. Sure, thank you so much. It's jimmoret.com. It's J-I-M-M-O-R-E-T. Or you can find the book on Amazon or uh, Barnes & Noble, certainly. But if you want to find out more about me and, you know, even contact me, jimmoray.com. 
Thank you, Jim, so much. And Thank we'll be talking about this book and your journey for a long time. Wow, everyone. What a great, great book. And just so you know um, how gracious he is. Uh, and, yeah, you can, you know, be watching out for that upcoming uh, Inside uh, Edition segment that he just mentioned here. But more importantly, the book is life-changing. And believe me, I read the book and I did decide not to answer my cell phone. As a matter of fact, I didn't even take my cell phone with me. You know, what would that be like? What if you didn't have your cell phone attached to you 24-7? What would your life be like? Can you go a day without worrying about who's not calling you, not calling you? I have a friend that did the same thing, but what she decided to do was not text message. And so that's kind of interesting to be able to say to oneself, I'm not going to do a text message today. I don't care how many I get. I'm not going to do a text message. You know why? Because the moment you're in is the most important moment of your life. Everything else is second to that. Thank you for tuning in to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by, and we'll see you next time. Have a great day, everyone.